22 separate shooting incidents when I was put on trial. He says, what you just say to me? He says, he knew he was going to get wrong off us. He went, I just put the pliers on his teeth and it crumbled. I went, no. Like that, no. The next thing I know, Glover just stood up, pulled the handbrake on. We're dealing with 60 million an hour. And he just lent over, because it was sat behind the driver. And he just pulled the handbrake on. He'd shoot it, right, we've got help, they've got guns. And pulled the handbrake on. And we went into a spin. On the motorway, when it couldn't have stopped, we're pointing the wrong fucking way, pointing up, you know what I mean? And the screw in front of us, that went like that with the key. And this one went, and I went, go on in. Intelligence people are waiting, taking photos of me, getting on the boat. I'm putting some number one wanted fucking criminal, I'm fucking getting a photograph from him, and we're not leaving that place till the next fucking day. Next thing I know, there was one fucking behind us. And there were fucking guns through the open window. It was in seconds. Uh, ahead of us. Even though I suspected something was going on with the cause, they were fucking on us like a ton of bricks. I admitted beating them up in that and doing what I'd done. I just said I wasn't present with a fucking torturing man. You think I'd do with it, man? I found out afterwards. I've passed a lie detector test proving this. 11 and a half year. I got, got. 9 year for the torture. Yeah. 2 and a half year for the escape. I had a fight with the oldest one in the town centre over blaming me for killing Freddie and Viv in the trial because I'm sat there listening and the cops have come to court to help them give evidence because for the past seven years they've put one witness after another on YouTube accusing me of serious offences past seven years and the last witness they put on was Davy Glover where they're changing the evidence in Viv's murder and they're getting them to say that he got the murder details off me that he confessed to the police so that was the final straw. Obviously, I didn't get to meet him. I've been arrested by Ingman's partner. So, um, Berryman got the plane's manifesto for that trip where I got arrested at yeah. that end when his partner was travelling now on the plane. Um, and the head of the customs who was in charge of this operation was sat in seat 52, and his partner, who I'm waiting to meet at that end, was sat in seat 53, so they travelled together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Madness. And so you've ended up getting nicked by this Interpol, armed arrest, and then you've ended up getting remanded, I'm guessing, to await extradition. Yeah. And so where did you get remanded to? Can you remember which the prison was called? Caliban Shell first, doing on the Costa del Sol. Um, that's when they branded as a... So who branded you a rapist? Where did this come from then? Come over the fucking radio, it was in the fucking newspapers. So, um, the Vermanders is in custody. In the back in them days, if they got an English fucking gangster locked up, it made it like big news over there. Yeah. Um, 
So they made me arrest big news. Seeing I was some fucking British gangster, but I was in the media all week. But they didn't say what for, because they weren't sure what for. So after a week, they found out what for, and they've put in, in the paper what, what I'm locked up for. So after they got everybody's attention, a week's hype, you know what I mean? Yeah. Said he's a rapist who kidnaps his victims. And when he's finished with them, he pulls our teeth out with pliers. So this is coming out on the radios too, on the hour, every fucking hour, on the news, in the prison as well. It's in the English and the Spanish speaking newspapers, listen. So then I get to visit of Paul and my brother and Garside and they said, fucking it's all over that you're a rapist, I want to fucking know that, listen. They said, they said it fucking started with Radio Gibraltar and all the rest of them have picked up from there. So I said, fucking get along there, no, and put it fucking right. I'm telling you, it's just fucking get it done. So they steamed along the Radio Gibraltar from the prison, pushed our way in. Um, and the bloke was on the radio, uh, the radio station, we just muscled our way in and got a hold of him when he's on the air. <laughs> no, no, when they were putting it out, I was a rapist. I was on the news. Every you are on the hour. This is just some fucking bloke on his show, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've made him get on that and say he's not a rapist. And they did and he done it. I just want to tell you, because he was under threat with them to couldn't stand behind him, you know what I mean? Yeah. In the radio station. But it didn't do any good. Do you know what I mean? Because all the Spanish ones and the ones along the Costa de los Sol had picked up on it and the newspapers. And this was just him once on a show. Of course. So were you getting a hard time in prison then? Um, of course I, for what, what rapist doesn't. <laughs> yeah. were, you having a, were you fighting and stuff in there? Of you? course I, two and three at a time sometimes. Okay, no. Fucking naughty man. They sent us up to, up to Madrid. Um, yeah, so you got moved around a couple of prisons before you got sent back then. Were you, pardon? Were you fighting the extradition where you Oh, I appealed and I appealed and I appealed yeah. and I appealed. Until I couldn't appeal anymore. Um, and that's just, I thought this is why they've done it, to make me give up my extradition. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they've nicked Glover at, my end, at that end. Cross. I thought they wanted me back. They put me on trial. I thought, I'm not getting this. So I appealed and appealed. I was nearly a year, 10 months, I think I was there. Okay. And they just kept Glover's case back, they did, till I got back. And then when I did get I wanted Glover to be dealt with before I come back. And I was hoping that he would be dealt with before I got back. So I could just come back and say, yeah, I wasn't even fucking there. Yeah. I didn't do it. Uh, we were dropping anybody in it. Because I'd be trying to train on my own. Yep. Everybody will be dealt with, I thought. That was my plans. And I thought that's why they've nonced us off in the media. Yep. To make us, get us all the time to... Pressure to come back. I yeah. pressure and I wouldn't do it. Um, I fought a tooth and fucking nail. Read right the last day. Um, and then so took me straight to the... Done a... Done a um, you know, when they brought foreman back. When they took me right to the plane steps. Done that with me. Got the army. Delivered us right to the plane steps. Took us up, got us on the plane, um, got to take the cuffs off you before the plane takes off in case the plane crashes. So the flying club class, the crime squad, he's four guns from Hawana. Club class. So um so now score with club class, all he drinks is free. So um they've took me fucking um cuffs off. And these cunts now me, these busies, I've battered that many of them over the years, right? I've got a terrible reputation for fighting with the cunts, right? Especially these cunts. And the narrows personally that way. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not taking these shit off nearly years. And I've had that dude off with me all my life, right? 
So one of the fucking plane they've took the thing off and it's took off. And a little puffy waiters. So I said, anyone want a drink? And I went, I went, yeah, but we'll call Cook. And the busies went, and facing us went, um, oh, you can't have a drink. I went, what are you fucking on about? I can't have a drink. You're not getting a drink on you? Because the two, the two gappers were busy getting a drink off the thing. On you? I says, listen, do you want me to fucking start on? We've took off now, you see. I says, do you want me to fuck? I went club class and all. I went, do you want me to fucking start on this fucking plane, do you? And he looked as he went, give me a drink. <laughs> and every 10 minutes before we got back, I was, hey, hey with, a, with, a, with a steward. Yeah. I was fucking steaming, time I reached Gatwick. Drunk. And I was doing the stairs I did. <laughs> and where did you get moved from there then? Obviously with the escape, did you get moved to a Cat A after the escape? From so, so we flew from Gatwick up to Newcastle. Then the army waiting for us there, the British army, to take escort us to the... To the Towns in our courts and prison cells. Um, and then I got carried from that moment after I got remanded on escorts to Liverpool the next day. Remanded us to Walton Block. I don't know if you've been Walton Block here. It's a fucking not. rough block. You know what I mean? It's no place to do your remand. You know, when you're waiting to get up on fucking trail, is it? But they held us to net for three or four months, five months in the block. And so was it just a sort of there only a few of you in that block there? Aye, I was, I was next door to that kid who shot Hungry. Um, and he was in, he come in the same day as me, him who killed them lassies, how I'd use. Yeah. I had the screws torture him, keep him awake for days. Good. So I thought they'd just break them. But um, when I first arrived at uh, Walton with the armed escorts and that, all the inmates were shooting, yeah, you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it. Listen, listen, it's me getting tucked into the fucking locked cells. And the four hours I was used. So that was when I got remanded that day. He was, they were waiting for him coming in. Were you having to wear a special uniform in there because you'd escaped before, you know, this. Um, Stripes, yeah. patches. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And so, um, obviously, you took the, the, the trial, uh, you took it to trial then, the torture, kidnap and torture case then. Yeah, of course, so I didn't fucking do it. How long was the trial then for this? And you're obviously getting taken from Liverpool, were you, to Newcastle, Crane? No, they, they moved us to Durham SSU for the trial. Yeah. So I just had to go backwards and forwards to Durham, daily. Um, six and a half weeks, trial. And um, obviously one day you've ended up going crazy in court, haven't you? Or spitting on someone? or Swill the prosecutor. Yeah, so talk to us about what happened there then, obviously you're not liking what you're hearing. He mentioned my brother dying, and he just went overboard. And so what in what context did he mention him then? He what? says, um, I've got the transcript of it on this computer here if you want to. He actually fucking smell him. He says to us, um, your brother that died in a shooting incident in the Green Man public house, didn't he? I says, um, Green, Green Tree Public House, and there was an accident. And he turned around and he looked us right in the face. He was only four feet from us. He went, didn't he get his brains blown out? I fucking swilled the cunt with a fucking um, street there and then, spontaneously. Um, big, fat, useless cunt. Swilled him with a jug of water. Barristers and prosecutors, everybody else who was prosecuting me, even the defendants, barristers stood up and said, pointed at him. 
So that was a disgrace. Point to him, not yeah. to me. Yeah. That was a disgrace. Well, he was still wiping the fucking water off and he's wigging his fucking hand. Wipe yourself, dude. Well, I'm getting dragged, dude. And the judge replied to the to the prosecutor, oh, it's well, he went, well, could I hit you with a mic? Yeah. So <laughs> the, the jury were there also witnesses yeah, as well, yeah, though, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And so do you think that he was kind of reaching it because the trial was going your way? Were you doing well um, during the trial up until that point and he was trying to get a reaction from you? And I don't know, but got what he's got the reaction all right. But did you feel like, obviously, they'd seen... Did you, one of the judges was like this, yeah, in shock, so man. She didn't that, come back to court, in that's, fact. That's what I'm trying After to say. After that, she went to the doctors and got a sick note, she did. And so did you think the trial was fucked at that point? Excuse my French. Listen, man, in my court, when I'm standing, giving evidence, the judge doors open, they stand there with machine guns. There's a cop standing next to us, but he's not in uniform, he's got a gun. He lent our, and let his gun fall in front of the jury to let the people know. Armed cops down in the middle of the fucking trail, man. Just in the middle of the court, man. Stand there. And do you think, obviously, they're not meant to be looking at who you are or anything like this? Or they were terrified, man. They knew exactly who you were. They'd obviously seen you. You've been one of the most wanted men in Britain um, leading up into the prize that case, haven't you, brought back? Aye, aye, of course, aye. Of course, so aye. So, obviously, there's a lot of pre it's, it's so hard for them to get a jury where there's no prejudice on someone that's well-known, isn't it? Um, and so, obviously, like you said, with the outburst, you were fighting a losing battle, weren't you? Well, it was a bit more than that, but... Um, I wasn't getting through that court for sure. Um, and so it led up to eventually you ended up. I admitted beating them up in that and doing what I'd done. I just said I wasn't present with a fucking torturing man. You think to do with it, man? I found out afterwards. I've passed a lie detector test proving this. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah, no. So what's that. happened since I've passed a lie detector test proving it? And the newspaper has done an article on it. Yeah. Glover has went to the same newspaper article, yeah. the newspaper office. And said, "All right, then he wasn't there, but he told me to do it. So he's just moving the goalposts, but still fucking lying." Yeah. He what he doesn't realise is I've covered also covered by the lady that I test and I didn't tell him to do it either. Of course. Do you know what I mean? But he doesn't know that. Yeah, good. But I'm just saying because he knew we'd been covered with lady that test. He, he's moved the goalposts and he's changing the story now, yeah. saying I wasn't there, but I told him to do it. Obviously, it's inevitable. Eventually, you've been found guilty after six well, weeks. Mm -hmm. And um, so how long was it before the sentence? It was like a break, obviously. A no, break, yeah, or was it just sentence was straight away. <coughs> and so talk to me about the day then and what you... Well, good, by this sentence. point, by the time I got found guilty, Glover had already confessed to me and my co-accused about ringing the police and telling them what day was game on. So this was while he was on the wing with you? Well, what had happened? No, no, not on the wing. He was getting kept separate. When we got put on trail, we were getting caught took the court in separate vehicles, armed response, helicopters, everything, but he was in a separate vehicle with a bulletproof jacket on. Yeah. Because um, I was supposed to be going to have him shot. Do you know what I mean? It was ridiculous. Um, and he was kept in a separate cell when we got to court. But they used to put us three in the next cell, right next door to him. This is in the ladies' part of the ladies' cells. That's not getting used, do you okay. know, because we're high risk or something. So they've got three in one cell, Glover in the next cell, every time the so not walked. Did you know he'd gone wrong at that point then? Of course I, but yes. not 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 as wrong. I found out some more all we knew was he'd made a statement confessing to this crime, name and fucking me, etc. We knew that at that point. He's getting kept separate. He's went super grass. Um and as we got to court, we're getting served papers then 
let me know he's confessed to murder and not not confessed to murder and Viv. he's given information on Viv's murder he's given information on this he's given information on that um, I'll show you the paperwork yeah I've got, I've got tons of paperwork on that computer from the case um, so we find you at that point he's, he's given them information about Viv's murder not that he's admitted doing it that he's given information this is in the paperwork that the serve number. So, well, now he's wet. So when when I'm in this next cell room, I start to talk to him. You know, after we dinner, hour, when the schools were gone, of course. I start talking to him through the door because yeah. I'm his uncle. And I've known him since he was a kid. Yeah. He's so co-accused. Cool, one with him, one's his best mate, and one's his blood uncle. I'm just like with his auntie. You know what I mean? Uncle. In-law. In-law uncle. One's his blood uncle who I'm locked up with. Um. So I talked them into, we're gonna, I tell them we're going to get chucked anyway with this fence is going to collapse this case. Because I genuinely thought it was going to collapse. Because I had Bobby Stoker come to give evidence for us, the man who was shot, old man, yeah. and in the head. He's come to give evidence in my trail and I'm thinking this is going to collapse the whole case with the evidence Bobby's going to give. So I'm telling Glover, this case is going to collapse, blah, 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 and I got, got his trust back. I tell him he didn't have to do it. Do you know what I mean? And he probably didn't want to have to do it. He's just trying to date to get out of jail. You know what I mean? And he has another way out. So he trusted us. And we're the screws. We're not the screws from over the years. I've said to the screws, just put him back in your man. It'll save time and money. And he's, we're getting on all route with him anyway. And the screws let him come in over. We had him for two days. You didn't um, torture him? Pardon? No, I just played him and funny what was going on. And well, you got him so sweet that he ended up confessing to calling up the Not confessing, he was one talking to me all the time. Sometimes he was talking to his mate, sometimes he was talking to his uncle. But we're all at a table, we're having my meals together, and we're, obviously we're talking about the fucking case and what's happened. And that, it's on me. I'm trying to keep a level fucking head yet and find out as much as I fucking can out of him while I've got him. That oh, was my fucking it. job. And and just listen to everything because I'm on fucking trail for my life yeah. Um, and all he's saying was, trust me, trust me. Um, he's kind of like that, not telling me some things at first. Yeah. And then he's he just letting this little things who he was. But but the uh, top and bottom of it was, he let one out, he confessed to murdering Viv. Told with that. Told with details that he'd give them when he confessed. Um, this is not in the paperwork, though. And do, do you know what I mean? He, he, do you believe he did kill Viv? No. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't at the time, like, I wasn't sure at the time, but I didn't know for sure. And he did this not on his behalf, you believe he was paid to do that for someone else or? Oh, Glover. Uh, yeah. He's not, not read his murder confession. I've got it there, okay. So what? He says he done it with um, the enemy. He says it's him and Michael and Stephen. No, him and Michael. Went looking for Viv. This is two weeks after I've bumped into Viv and tell Viv to hide them at the club. Yeah. And he's fucking chinned them, he has. And they're on the fucking, they're on the fucking gear. So they went looking for them, run the pubs where he fucking drinks, and they fund them somehow. And the, um, he says they broke his window of his car and set the alarm off. And when he's come out to sort the alarm, out, Glover says, he, Glover says he was driving. Um, Clover says, you ever want done the shooting? 
that's a bit I don't believe because I just believe in half anything it would have been that one doing the driving and he doing the fucking shooting do you know what I mean but Glover Glover shot tons of fucking people he has but anyway he says it was him doing around the car yeah. and the other one done the shooting who shot him he says and then um, they've driven away and getting picked up off two of the other members of the Winter Hill Gang yeah so did he make this confession leading up before prior to the sentencing while you lot were all on the run during your case going on? When did he, he done this when I was in Spain waiting to be extradited. Yeah, obviously he'd already done this. He'd yeah. done this on, before they got us back. <sighs> Jeez, you're fighting losing battle with people like this on your side. I've done more than that. He's done a hell of a lot more than that. I'll tell you, I'll show you the paperwork. Imagine the scent. Poisonous. Fucking prop. I went, hey man, tell some porky so. Put some police about. Because yeah. once they start telling lies, it discredits everything else they fucking say. 100%. He even tried to blame him. He set us up. He set us up for that shoot. You know when I got Nick for the happy shooting? Yeah. He set that whole fucking incident up. He did. He went and shot the old man's caravan at the gypsy site deliberately when no one told him to do it deliberately to cause that incident. So this is what he's done. And it did cause the incident. What happened at the happy use? It did do it. So it worked. But this is what happened. Next day, he goes up the police station. Because he's working for the cops. And he says to them, blah, 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 blah. Gives them information on what's going on. And he tells them where the guns are hidden uh, that's been used on the shooting at the abuse. I've got the paperwork that I'll show you. This is what, no, he's caused this incident, right? He has caused this incident, right? But listen to this. Sometime later, when, when, when he's given all the information, when, when I'm waiting to be extradited, he tries to blame other people for the shooting of that caravan. Yeah. Blames Brian Cockle and Speedy. And as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, it didn't know what they were Brian Cockle or Speedy. It did have something to do with two of us, but not them two. And Glovers went and shifted. Um, he's not saying he's done it. He's saying they've done it. And information. Like Bingman done with me with a fucking heroin. Glovers been doing the same with intelligence. For sure. Crazy. Um, so, so it's crazy. Obviously, just real quickly. Obviously, it's just so, so. Clear. It just comes all over this fucking case. But the criminal world just such a poisonous place, just full of such. Oh, hey, man, so didn't come across many people like fucking Glover. Yeah, no, he sounds like he was. Uh, oh, the worst, the worst you could come come across. Yeah. They've had him where they want him, and they've knew he's a baden, and the cops are badens. Cops are the same. They're who's handling him? Been bonds our entire fucking life, yeah, trust me. They must have had no. Listen, not now these cops personally, and they've fitted people up their entire fucking life. They have. Every case I've touched, it's how bad they've been. Mm. Um, they never get looked at for it, do they? They planted fingerprints on me once, was it on a gun case, with some guns and that. And I had to admit touching things in the bank, placing them fingerprints on the stuff to get out the case. To get out the case, oh. I had to admit I put the fingerprints on. Fucking hell. Fucking murders on, when I got six not guilties. Um, but so talk to me going back to the torture court case so eventually obviously you've been found guilty and talk to us what did you get what sentence did you get for this case 11 and a half year I've got, got 9 year for the torture yeah. 2 and a half year for the escape so the 2 and a half year did it must, so, must, so, must, so that's what I've come to before yeah. Glover's already told me that he phoned the cops 3 days before we escaped so I've said to him after we've been phoned guilty David we've been phoned guilty now please not guilty to the escape I'm fucking telling you, you've told them we're escaping, plead not guilty. He went right, he went right. So the judge asked for our pleas for the escape, but we're both pleased not guilty. 
not guilty, not guilty. I'm got enough what he's fucking telling me. We'll get stuck to my fucking cells for a newer, took back up a court, and he's changed his fucking story. He's playing guilty. So I had no choice but to play guilty to this game, man. So you've got two and a half of that as well, so 11 and a half in total, so obviously must have been devastated on that day. No, I was pleased as punch, to be honest. So do you think you were going to get a lot more, did No, they were trying to ask him a 20-20 yeah, for us. And you were expecting to get something 20 I didn't know what to expect, to be honest. I just knew I'd caught the cops line a few times and yep. showed the judge what's went on, yeah. Even though I swore the prosecutor or not. Three times, man, the judge slammed his book. And Timber, I don't know I've got to balance the books at the end of this case, he would shout at them. The cops and the prosecutor, balance yeah. the books at the end of this case. Right. Every time we caught them lying and that. Because he's got to give me 25 years, 20, 25 years, that's what he meant. And he couldn't do it. Because they were Not just the way the case went. Yeah. So you've got 11 and a half years then, and obviously you've got taken straight to a cat. Hey, did you get moved, taken back to Durham? Back to Durham. And what is Durham? Is it a cat Spe big? Special security unit. Is it a high security one, is it? Yeah. And so were you on the special wing, the, the ACAT wing within it, or was it all CAT? No, it's a prison within a prison, special security unit. Yeah. And so was, and what did Glover get? He got uh, ten and a half. Ten and a half. And did he get taken with you to the special unit? No, he wasn't being kept there, he was being kept in the Franklin. Yeah, and so um, what was this the unit like that, that you were on in um, Durham then? It was brand new really, so it was a new unit, you know, so... And who, who was on that unit with you? Were there any sort of uh, infamous villains or...? I had um, Bob Mosley was downstairs, underneath us. I had uh, John Kendall next door. John escaped in the helicopter from Gorry. He painted as a painting, I've still got it. Good painting? Oh, he's a great painter. Yeah. He he's just copies Christmas cards and things like yeah. that, but he does them perfect. Had a lot of time. Aye. Uh, I interviewed Stephen Mears. It happens he was there when I had the fight with, with my enemy in prison when I chinned him. He was the only person that was there when they had to carry him out the toilet because I knocked him out. I just walked out, but he was there, John Kendall, sat there as I was walking out and he had to get carried out. And so did you spend much time there? Did you get moved around the uh, system then? Oh, yeah, all the time. Sentence? When you double cut here, you get moved all around the system anyway. And plus I had a war gunning throughout from start to finish on two fronts. I was the only person in the prison who had a gang war gun. So I had a gang war gun with this crew um, and I had a gang war gun with the Harris. Yeah. Um, but they got moved through the system after a couple of years, which left us just with these, fighting with these, which was a bit easier on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so Did you get hurt on any point? Seriously hurt? During not seriously hurt. At one point, I nearly got a spear through my fucking head, doing a white more contract. In prison, it's all contracts. Every fucking hit is a contract. Because all on drugs. And it's so scary how cheap people would do this stuff for in jail, isn't well, it? Because a junkie still do for fucking 20 quid. Yeah. When they when actually get a bag of a gram of smack, when they get a gram of smack in prison, Mate, they'll chop that bag, and some of them will chop it into 50 bags, that gram. Some of them will chop it into 40 bags. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get, what, what are you getting? 140th of a gram. And then it gets chopped to fuck. Do you know what I mean? Um. It's a dangerous place to be for sure. But it's all heroin. The whole, everybody's on heroin. We come to them one day in Long Island. We want a decent wing. Not like a bad wing, non heroin. We want a decent wing. And we couldn't have everyone on the wing that we knew what was on heroin out of 100. And there was 70. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was on a decent wing. Yeah, that's what I was uh, so shocked about when I 
end up going away, just how many people are on heroin. Do you know what caused it? Everybody says it's because of the drug tests and it's free. Listen, you know what genuinely caused it? I was in there, man. Yeah. Don't genuinely caused it. You could get as much weed as you wanted in at one time. Yeah. And everybody was on the weed and that many were on the fucking gear. Yeah. And then that Howard and them changed the rules and the security and had big clamps doings on the visits. Um, and they couldn't get any weed in then. The only thing they could get in then was what? Yeah. The heroin. And that's the only thing that was coming into prison, fucking, because it was so small, heroin. And they couldn't get the weed in, and everybody turned to fucking heroin. Yeah. For that reason, because they couldn't, because when you're in prison and you're not a lot of stress, you'll see, especially young kids, they'll take fucking anything. Just find that door, just to get rid of that fucking stress or whatever they're going through, you know what I mean? And the, they used to have a joint, but there's nothing, no joints available in prison these days. The only thing available is fucking little pills and fucking smack. Terrible, isn't it? And it's a conveyor belt, they're turning junkies out. It's a conveyor belt and then putting them on the street. So it is, and now we turn into junkies when they're in there. Terrible people going to jail shouldn't even be in jail for coming out junkies and then they're criminals for life. It's petty criminals for life. Terrible. And um, so why are you in prison at a certain point in your life? Was it on this sentence you end up, have you lost your eye? So what happened to your eye, Paddy? It's complicated with me eye but but I had a cataract. I got hit with a stone when I was little. So I've been blinding it all my life, but only a cataract covering me eye. Yeah, so you could, you could never take a cataract off. But then they learned how to take them off, didn't they? So I played private again and get me eye cataract took out off in the Nuffield Hospital. Mm. And the police, the girl on the desk was caught one of the crime squad and something was fucking said from the cops and I had to be moved out of there. So the same doctor who's treating us in there is getting us moved to the National Health Hospital. I'm still private though, but they're getting us out of the Nuffield. No way. I'm still paying for it myself, but they've moved us into a fucking National Health Hospital to do the operation now. Same doctor who worked in both hospitals. Because one of us, one of the cops anyway. So then um, operation went a little bit uh, wrong. And they, they, went, they, put, they put like a little magnifying glass on any few people a day after they do this operation so you can see all right. And it was a bit, wasn't read really, anyway. They needed to reoperate to put it all read right again. But what the one we read about was a case my eye hemorrhaged in between. So they said, you've got to have this needle every two weeks to stop it hemorrhaging until we fix it. So in, in between, so I've been, talking, I've been sent to jail two weeks later. So I've told them the script. So, and they took us to hospital straight away and seen the doctor and he went, I have what I'm every two weeks. And they were taking us every two weeks okay. for my injection until yeah. it's time to do the operation. And then all of a sudden, they didn't take us. Two weeks and I went, I've got an appointment. I went to the medical staff door and I went, I've got an appointment at the hospital. I need to get me injection. And he just sort of turned his fucking shoulder on us. Like the day sometimes he screws and I'll sort of do it or whatever. And, Next year, still note, and I'm going to lose my rag now at the doctor's fucking thing daily. And this, I'm getting blanked. Sort of attitude. I knew I was getting something not right. So um, it's a week later they take us when I've, my eyes hemorrhaged. Yeah. Fucking hemorrhaged. I've went dude. Um, and they take us the next year. 
or two days later. So when I'm sat in the room waiting to get took to the hospital, there's a geezer in the room with us. So I get to talk to him, this isn't done in prison. When, who are you, what do you call you? He went, oh, um, my name's Philip Burke. I'm a security guard, George Wall Robbie. I said, oh, you're uh, the enemy's co-accused, don't you, to want to give evidence against him. Or he's going to give evidence against him. Um, for the for the Pritchard robbery, this is a security guard with that fucking robbery. They've got me in the same room as him. He hasn't rolled over yet. He hasn't identified anybody yet. He's going on his way there now, and they're showing him to me before they took him to the other ID. And after they've shown him to me, they've took him up to the ID, and they've he's picked they've picked um, the enemy out. Yeah, why did, they, why did they put him in with you? I don't know. It's crazy. I, I've got my suspicions. Yeah. I think they were showing them to me to see if it's asking if it was me. Because yeah. of what had went on with the other armed robberies. Yeah, probably trying to lead them into. But to, no, just shoot, is that the one you met? Because we're looking for the man that he'd met. And the man that he didn't meet fit in my description. Because um, I know the fella. Um, okay. And I know he looks like me a bit as it happens. Okay. So I can see why they've put me in, but they've kept this on me fucking appointment. In hospital to fucking do it. That's a fucking problem. I'm not saying if they knew what they were up to, yeah. that it would hemorrhage. Um, they've just done it as an operational move. Yeah. But it's caused me fucking eye to, to fucking sure eye. Yeah. And so, obviously, if you end up having to have the eye taken out. No, I've point. still got my eye, but it's in a terrible mess. Okay. And um, did you end up suing the system or anything like this? I tried to, get, I tried to when I come into prison, but they said I'd have lost all the paperwork. Yeah. Well, no. And good. that was the end of the matter. No good. Um, and so, like I said, you've ended up getting moved around the system quite regularly. Um, while on that's, that that's normal, though, for every double cut here. Yeah, and so what, every six months or so? Was Whatever, aye. But, but I, like I say, I had two gang wars gone. So they had to move us more regularly, you know, with incidents here and incidents there. Get it empty, because it was, it, was, it was throughout the fucking years, you know what I mean? It was incident after fucking incident. Yeah. Um, so, but when I had to move one away, they also had to move. That one from that prison and that one and that because I couldn't yeah. keep in the same prison. It was causing fucking havoc. It was. And so, um, what was the worst prison that you saw on your travels, would you say? Well, all of them. I think they're all fucking bad prisons, but uh, the dispersal, the maximum security ones. Yeah. I would imagine why it was about the roughest. It used to be part worst until the closer dude. Uh, and then, then uh, Waitmore took over the title. Yes, dangerous places, these sort of jobs. All dangerous. Yeah. Every last one of them's really dangerous. Yeah. And so, out of their 11 and a half years, you've got, how, how much did you serve? Is it a case you do half? Eight, I think about eight. Eight. So, was there a reason why you did so much? Did you end up getting in trouble while you were in jail no. at any points or anything like this? Piss, feel a couple of piss tests. Yeah, so you were smoking for hours. smoking jail, just two or times on a joint. That was it, really. And some, a few fights. Yeah. Um, and did you work down the system? So did you eventually get released from a deep Did I fuck? Did I fuck? They didn't even take us off the book. So, so you got released from a cat A, did you? I had a cat A review two weeks before I was due to be released. I was lying in solitary confinement. Um, I had a cat A review. And I thought, you bastards. I was thinking, you're taking us off the fucking book with two weeks left a day. You've got us 300 miles from home. I'm lying in solitary fucking confinement. I'm innocent. 
I've never seen me fucking family for 12 months. Yeah. I thought you just taking us off me fucking, uh, I think, two weeks ago, you bastards. And then they come to the door and says, right, Conroy, you better knock back. Money take us off <laughs> after two weeks. <laughs> Horrible, that, There's another thing that happened. Though. Yeah, I, I know I wouldn't apply for parole. Um, so, but when I was lying in the block, the last six months, I was in the block, six and a half months. Totally. Well, just... No, they took us doing for, I always planned when I was in jail, throughout the whole sentence, I tell everyone, when I get to the end of this sentence, I'm going to do that block for 12 months to sort my head out before I get released. Yeah. So, as I was coming up there, the last 12 months, I was with Massey, Bullock, Ian McIntyre, they went, listen, Paddy, man, just leave it the last six months. I'm 21 stone. I want to get some weight off too. Yeah. I fucking, I was like that, man. Oh, it's easy to blow up in those sort of places, isn't it? The first thing I'd done was work, uh, went vegetarian and vegan when I went down the block. That was a plan to get some weight. I got three stone off, six and a half months. I was 18 stone, 18 and a half stone when I got out. Um, and what was Massey like then? Was that the first time you'd met him in jail? I'd met Massey in Strange Ways when I was in Strange Ways. Nice fella. He's all right, yeah, all right. Rest that way, I... Massey again. That way, I wasn't, you know, he wasn't... Did you develop a friendship with him? That... Sort of, I. Sort of, I. Well, sort of, I. Yeah. Um, when we were on Strange Ways, we used to play a scrabble every night. The fucking day. He ate your bad time I could. The whole table used to go up in the air. In front of everybody. Regularly, when I was bad, oh, terrible, terrible loser, I used to take all this chocolate off him. And that's why you're 21 stone? Probably. Yeah. No, we're 21 stone because we're fucking had access to the screws and uh, canteen food. Like all the time we're in Long Norton, yeah. we're living with the screws canteen, we Nice, taking advantage of that then. So, um, obviously, after six months then, and after eight years, six months in the block, and after eight years, eventually you've been released then from the statements. Aye. aye. So talk to me about coming back, that's a long way. So I was here in the last six months. Yeah. Six and a half months to go. School's just come to me door one morning. I'd refused to do a course. And I knew we didn't have to do this course where you couldn't be punished. And they had to get in the round. And they just bent us up and took us doing the block as if I was being disobedient for refusing to do a positive in one of these. Do you know what I mean? These yeah. courses that make you do. Role player things and all that shit. Yeah. Um, and they bent us up, took us doing the block. Um, and then after a week, the common said, apologised, said, fucking hell, Conroy, you read, I we couldn't make a date. Well, I knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just told him just to leave us there. So I just stayed the last six months on the lock. Yeah. I had like Bob Mosley, meet next door to us, underneath us. Uh, Tommy Adams, the company, next door to us for the last six months. Yeah. They were there when the governor come. John Mack was um, meet next door to us. And this is what happened. I didn't apply for parole and out, but it was in the newspapers because of prison overcrowding. Front page of the newspapers telling all governors, release all prisoners with less than 30 days to do. Do you know what I mean? Release all of them. That's on the front page of the yeah. news. Jesus. Now I've got three weeks left. Do you know what I mean? Less than 30 days. Yeah. So I'd have been asked them for fuck all. So John Mack, who was lying in the next cell to us, said, Paddy, you read the paper? I went, I have. said, that's the fucking governor for your fucking days back when he come down this morning. Because I've already finished my prison sentence, I'm just staying days for extra uh, for the joint, you know what I mean? And they're telling them, release them. Release everybody. Well, less than 30 days. So I pulled the governor. First fucking thing I asked them for. 
I said, is there any chance of getting released on this new thing? I turned the papers today, come now. And he looked at me, God. He says, why are you still here, Conroy? I said, I don't know, you tell me. He says, um, I'll get back to you. So the next day, the governor comes in. All these are listening, Bob Mosley, Tommy Adams, John Mark. John Mark talking is entertaining it. Yeah. So um, governor comes back the next day. I says, I, I jumped off my bunk. I went well then. He says, uh, Party Conroy. Didn't know what it was the day before. Party Conroy. Bad boy from the streets of the West End of Newcastle. Who I'm not letting out. Who we're not letting out the day before we have to. Sorry. Shut the door. So I'm just telling you fucking uh, that's why I got that's what I got out of them. Yeah. When they're telling them they're releasing them all. Yeah, even then. Even then I she did the final three weeks and then got out. Kept us on the book and uh, wouldn't give us a day back. And so you've ended up getting released. When was this? What date was this? Around like uh, 2003 or something like this? Would it be? 2002. 2002. And so talk to me about when you got out then, um, what your plans were. Was it all to go straight then after such a big stretch away? Um, Not really. Um, and so Because you, you sort of, when you have to have been in that sort of, kind of environment for a long time, you sort of criminally institutionalised, I find. Anyway. That's everybody. You know, you might get shaken off when you get out. But but I find it does things out here, you know what I mean? So it wasn't my plans, um, to be honest, at that point. Um my plans was just to come out and feel the fucking way feel me way out. But anyway I've but and hadn't some of your enemies could become quite powerful in the time you've been away? That's what obviously. And some of the enemies become what? Quite powerful in the time that you've been away in those eight eight years or so. That's what. No, because um, because they were in fucking jail with us, weren't they? I'm fighting with the cunts inside. But where there's quite a lot of them was different brothers or such. Was there? There's so, more of us than those of them. Okay. Ten times more of us. Yeah. That way, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So didn't you um, get attacked shortly after coming out of jail? Off them? Yeah. Well, I had a fight with the oldest one in the town centre over blaming me for killing Freddie and Viv at the trial because I was sat there listening and the cops have come to court to help them, give evidence. Um, so I've had a fight with him. Um, it's on video, the fight. I want somebody to apply for the video and the interview. The, the interview for that fight. Yeah. As it happens, if you want a date, I'll sign papers, giving you permission to get it. Um, Surely they've got to give it up with the freedom of. Oh, of course, I. I just, yeah. just, I haven't got, I, I, you know, I'm not like fucking, oh, I'm not in any of that shit, you know what yeah, I mean? Ah, yeah, I need people to date all first. Yeah, yeah, That's all the stuff. I know. Um, I find, anyway. Yeah, so you've obviously been, had a fight with the oldest one, but then you've ended up being jumped by a load of them, didn't you? The After I've getting them doing, yeah. they've jumped us, and I'm on top of them. It's on camera. Yeah, and did you get hurt bad? Got cut. Got cut throat. So they must have uh, stitched it up nicely because it's not that much. Yeah, but you know what happened as he got it in? I was fucking knocked on a gun as he got it in. I just sort of grabbed his fucking hand as he got on top of us and I, I went like that yeah. as he was pulling it and it just sort of skimmed it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a slash really across my face but it was only that deep with me grabbing it at that point. Like butterfly stitches. Yeah. But you can hardly see it. 
And so sort of any chance of the feud sort of ended at that point is over and it's, did it turn into, a, again, the tit-for-tat stuff, going back and forth between? Not really, because... Um, so you were on licence at the time? Oh, I was on licence for the next fucking film, yeah. Um, and you obviously had McIntyre approach you during these times, did the documentary of him. Yeah, but we got Nick for that fight, as I'm saying, and the cops come to the police station to represent them in the police station too. Do you know what I mean? So... So you're saying your enemies were working with the cops, obviously. Oh, fucking what? Fucking what? There's very murder squad cops of these very murder cases on these murders that they're blaming me for. So you tell me what's going on. Yeah. And so um, what led you to obviously do the McIntyre documentary or agree to it? Obviously, he's approached you. And then what was your thinking at that time there, obviously, where you were going? It was just basically to try and get the police off me back as with the murder cases. And the murder accusations. It's the only reason I spoke to Donald McIntyre and other people, just to let them know. Listen, man, I haven't done this, yeah. and I hope that it would stop harassment, which you never done, like. Yeah. And um, I don't talk to the cops. Full stop. I'm not spoke to the cops in my fucking life in that manner. Yeah. I'm the most old school person you could ever ever come across. Like I see, I didn't even apply for parole. Not a sentence. I was fucking innocent. Because yeah. of the fucking stupid fucking attitude of the probation officer. Um, showed us what they wanted, you know what I mean? I thought he fuckies. I've never spoken to school in my entire life until the police joined their legal team. I don't know what I'm talking about, yeah. Because yeah. they're the murder squad on these very cases that they're accusing me of committing Fibs murder, Kicker's murder, Freddy's murder. Well, not Freddy's murder, Fibs and Kicker's murder. And um, you know this last time you, when you came out of jail for the eight and a half, have you been back inside in the last 20 years? or You, no. stayed, out, you stayed out of jail for the last 20 yeah. years and sort of washed your hands of crime then and obviously stayed Ah, uh, yeah, no, well, well, well I, I got my straight head back on. When after, um, That's what happened after the cops joined their legal team yeah. and I seen what had went on and who was who. And I've been wrongfully in prison nine times, man, not twice. It's crazy. It's for this fucking crazy. I've proven my lie detector test. Top lie detector test, the, yeah. the twice. Do you know I'm the only man in the world that's been wrongfully convicted? Twice in one lifetime, wrongfully convicted? Plenty of people have been convict, wrongfully convicted once. Spent long in jail in me, once. Yeah. But anybody being so unfortunate where they've gotten to the jail and the same things happen again. Terrible. And I've proven that by top lie detector test. Yeah. And we have been sentenced to nearly 17 years in fucking jail for them two offences. But what I'm saying is, it's not fucking twice, um, it's nine names. And so why do you think these people have got the agenda of you that they're trying to obviously lie for you off and put the idiots because they're trying to take the focus off themselves or is it because you're I think a threat to them still? Or, or No, I think it's just a case of they've started now, they've shifted the evidence onto me from day one yeah. and after the Friday night murder trial, we all come under the spotlight for the murders then instead of it just being me. Yes. I didn't even know, it was another fucking spotlight for the murders. It's all come apparent. Yes, you've got loads, loads of operations on you. Aye, man. But, uh, but we're all under the spotlight now. And it's what, what, what's went on behind the scenes already that they've got to keep up. I don't know if they know it. I've talked to my lady to the tests. You know what I mean? Uh, they've got to keep their, what they've done up. to kind of change our stories, kind of. Yeah, so it's obviously, so it's like I said, you've been out of crime for 20 years or you got released from jail 20 years ago. But obviously since that point, the feud hasn't stopped with these. Your well, enemies. the murders and the yeah, not. It, but rather than you 
any sort of violent tip attacks or allegations now and on the sort of media platforms or this sort of stuff they're trying to put stuff onto you obviously you allege I allege um, well I've started lie detector tests yeah. you know what I mean and so obviously these sort of rumours when did you do the lie detector test probably eight years ago I think yeah and so obviously it was them non-stop accusations over the years led to you thinking this is I need to do this just to clear it up because obviously so people no because you've got to look in to see what Operation Insight is yeah. there's an operation going on that was created and started after the Friday Night Murder Trial it's yeah. called Operation Insight okay. and what the operation is is to do with Lee Watson the superclass in that case Friday Night's Murder because yeah. Lee's not only accused to them of killing Freddy because he killed Freddy for them do you know what I mean they arranged it He's went and put them in for a number of other murders too, such as Viv's, Kickers, and other stuff too. And these are murders at the behind the scenes in the police department, intelligence, where often, yeah. and least cause chaos in the intelligence department, um, with dropping them in for Freddy and all these other murders. And the, the new cops know who's took over this case. My enemy's cops are all retired now. Yeah. They're the ones that's coming into the police station. Yeah. They're retired. The commanders and the ones that's gone to the courts. They're retired cops. They're not in the job now. These ones aren't that I'm talking to anyway. Yeah. Um, so, Operation Insight is to establish who has committed the murders. Yeah. Is Lee's evidence right or wrong? That they have done them all? Or is it what they're saying? enemy because they're working with the cops and what the cops are saying they're saying it's me yeah so the operation insight is to establish who's the fools who's telling the truth yeah and, and i'm not talking to cunt. yeah i'm not so i've had fucking 10 years of living hell of operation fucking insight before the lie detector test yeah fucking years of hell to put us through yeah and obviously just fighting to clear your name and obviously with such serious stuff hanging over you and i just don't need to get them off me back because we're putting me family through living hell of police yeah and on top of that, your enemies, didn't they make accusations that you were working with the police and stuff like this, or...? Well, who do? Sorry? They've got dodgy paperwork saying it. Yeah. But that paperwork is paperwork that got knocked up when I was in prison. Yeah. To count, uh, you know, when we've had the battles gone? It's all snipe paperwork. That's why I want to go through the due diligence of that paperwork with those involved. That's Mr. Humphreys on the Atwood show. Yeah. And you'll find out. Every fucking bit of that paperwork is fucking been, it's a propaganda, a bundle of propaganda. So like you said, you've done the lie detector anyway years ago and it's just been proven obviously um, these allegations are unfounded towards you anyway. For the murders? Yes. Mm. And um, so obviously over the last few years uh, you've ended up getting onto the YouTube platform and stuff like this over the last couple of years. I've come onto the YouTube platform because so what's happened is... You know they called us a paedophile, didn't you? And got us brand as a paedophile. Yeah. I've got them put up a court over it. Well, since the court case, um, they've run a campaign. And obviously we need to mention the court case. You obviously got found that there's nothing to do with paedophilia. They've been arrested. I'll show the articles. Yeah, no, so it's all good. I've passed a lot test too. So I'll just the viewers for that too. So, of course. So. Um, all the allegations against me are fucking wrong, man. I've took lie detector tests for all of them. Yeah. I should have took one for armed robberies too, but I didn't realise at the time that the fucking headers for the robberies too. Um, 
So you sort of jumped on the YouTube so, platform in order to sort of fight back and let the world know, obviously, that you're... So, no, what they've done is for the past seven years, they've put one witness after another on YouTube accusing me of serious offences. Past seven years. And the last witness I put on was Davy Glover, where they're changing the evidence in Viv's murder and they're getting them to say that he got the murder details off me that he confessed to the police. So that was the final straw, really. Yeah. Um, and I had to come out and like start fucking defend myself when I'm starting to move evidence for the murder on the year. That means somebody on my side must have done that murder because even though I've passed a lie detector test, where am I getting the murder details from? Yeah. Must be someone. Now, see, Paul, who's flat this is, Paul's actually Glover's alibi witness for the Viv murder. See, you know what I mean? So he put our money to what, man? But it's not true. He hasn't getting any murder yeah. details off me. So it's been crazy then on top of that during the last few years obviously there was the Bernard O'Mahony thing where so he the, did the thing as well with the yeah Berryman didn't he? Aye with, with the with his shite. And so it was um, a few people make allegations you thought it's only right you get on and sort of clear get your voice out there and let the world know obviously. Well I've passed a lie detector test where that film company but done that with Berryman yeah. that's why I complained. I've passed that lady to test proving I haven't tortured anybody. So weren't you close with uh, Bernard at one point as well? Um, Not really. Prior to that, no? Uh, you were at best man at his Well, I was, or... but I've never been close with a cunt. Yeah. He was obviously trying to be close to you for a convenience at the time, maybe, mm. too. So like he strikes everything doing if you mention him. Yeah, as, yeah, as well. Be careful with that then. Um, so then, obviously, over the last couple of years, you've got on to try and have your say on YouTube, obviously, as everyone deserves to have. And um, obviously, YouTube could be a bit of a messy world in itself, as you've oh, heard about. Oh, watch! Time. It's crazy, it's worse <laughs> than the underworld, isn't it? It's like, it's, I don't it's, even it's, like it. I'm just saying, some of these characters on YouTube tell me what they're like. They're, <laughs> it's a madness, isn't it? I don't even like it. I've just, like I say, I've just had to come up and defend myself yeah. and try and put the fucking man I read. And that's what I'm doing. I'm putting them out of reach. And what I'll be day after I've put them out of reach, I don't know. Unearthing all sorts of But what I'm going to establish very soon is I've never been a police informer in my entire fucking life. Yeah. Um, I've never been involved in any sort of child porn or paedophilia out of total ID tetra tests. And I'm not guilty of all these murder accusations, too. Yeah. That's the three things I'm doing. That's what I'm doing next. Yeah. Police informer matter. The paedophile matter, accusations, he's all by me fucking enemies. Um, even the murders, and then the murders. And obviously, when you, uh, about a year ago, I'm guessing, you originally were working with someone to obviously try and show the world clear your name, all this sort of stuff, and you've ended up since falling out with that person that you were working Who's with. Who's that? Which, is it um, DH? Well, you've only met him once. Well, you did. You did done a, a pod with him. That was it. I was going to do other stuff with him. Yeah, and there was zooms and stuff like this. So they, it looked like there was a lot more than just the one time. There was obviously a lot of content got put up between you and him, didn't it? No, I only met him once. Come here once, and that was the only time I met him. And so, sort of, what happened there? Where was the fallout between you and him there? And how did that transcend into what's become today? You obviously you don't have any contact with it. This well, me first. We not a follow with him, I just didn't trust him. I suspected he was up to things with me. Um, and I was right, turned out to be fucking right. Um, but then, while all that was going on, um, I come across proper evidence. 
that the trolls, so-called trolls, were telling the fucking truth. Yeah. Where Dicky Hickey and his partner Johnny convinced me otherwise, you know what I mean? Uh, with dodgy dodgy DBS checks and all that. Um, and then I come across proper fucking evidence, such as um, tapes. So I knew for sure that I didn't think they'd been saying for years was read. Mm. And so obviously you separate, wash your hands of that situation, and you've been obviously trying to do your best to expose that since. Um, well, it's just. And got your own way for your own YouTube channel now, which you're doing well from. Pardon, I, I, I didn't have that link, but uh, not from fucking him, I haven't. Um, I'm getting that many subscribers since I fucking this started with him. But I think you're doing well on the YouTube, and obviously anyone, um, I encourage you to go over and listen to uh, Paddy's YouTube, and the link will be below in the description. And so talk to me about, obviously you said, your feud that's been going on with this uh, rival crime family, is it now, is there still danger of violence on you, or has it now just become a war of words on the internet back and forth um, instead these days? Uh, I wouldn't, I would not, to be honest, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so... What are your goals? Obviously? Well, what's really going, still going on? No, it's a, just murder accusations. Do you know what I mean? Between them. Yeah. And they've got the police on their side. That's the problem. And these the accusations are still ongoing. The murder cases never close. Like I say, quite recently, they've put David Glover on fucking YouTube, moving evidence on Viv's murder onto us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And this is still going on. And you, you, you've got to battle it. You can't fucking... Uh, not when it's murders, yeah. but it's multiple murders, it's not just Viv's murder, it's multiple murders involved here. And so you're looking to obviously dig into all these on your YouTube channel? I'm just channel coming to sort it out. In the future, yeah. Just get it sorted out. So obviously we look forward to seeing And at the same see. time, point out, um, so I've passed my lie detector tests, what for? I'm the only man in the world who's been wrongfully convicted and jailed twice. Yeah. Um, but it's not twice, it's nine names, which I will get on to prove in the future. Uh, and that's having a life of hell, really. I'm the victim, yeah. Having a life of hell because of all this false intelligence on the murders, even back then, when these murders happened. Because that's obviously why I've been getting jailed and jailed and fucking jailed and jailed. Because of the fucking murders. No one will admit that. But obviously that's been the reason. Yeah. Well, thankfully you've been out a while. Hopefully you pray you never go back um, to jail. And so... Like I said, what does the future hold for you? Is there going to be books and films or anything like this on you? The some documentaries? Fuck that. I've got no plans for any books or films at the minute. But There's people asking us to do them, but I've, I've got any plans. I need these matters sorted out uh, first. And then I'll see where I'm at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, indeed. And um, so going back quickly to uh, who you're working with before, the DH, obviously he had a fight recently with Danny Christie. Uh, what did you think of that fight? Obviously it got a lot of attention. I think fucking Danny Christie punched fucking circle, punched the face off him. You know what I mean? Especially with, I think Danny was lucky just with being five stone heavier. I, I was worried about Danny. Gone to the fight. And this weird difference. I thought they were going to take a liberty here. And this is because Danny's saying what he's saying. And they're going to beat him. Beat him up and tell him to shut up, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dude. So I thought, I'm gonna mash that cunt's head before this fight. Thicky hicky. That's when I put up my first video on it yeah. that morning. Just to mash his head on the way to that fight. I deliberately done it to give Danny a, a chance. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, obviously, 
DH end up falling out with the people who took him to that fight as well. Um, the he was texting people on the way there, man. He's falling out with the text messages. I haven't known falling out with Dean and all those lots since then. Yeah, but when he was on the way to the fight, he was texting Ronda, worried that Dean and them were going to take him away. Mm. And he wasn't in at the domain. Yeah. So I'm just pointing out. So what was going through his head there? And he was telling Ronda, if I don't text you every half hour, ring the police. Dean and such and such just took us away. Paranoia on him. So I'll tell you what was going on there. He's fucking Dean Jobs on them as well as fucking me. And he was worried in case they'd rumbled him. And he was getting took away in the back of the vehicle instead of the, the fight with Danny. That's what was going on his fucking head. He's guilty conscience. Because mm, obviously there's lots of uh, serious allegations uh, being made against um, Dean Listen, but listen, listen. See the, see the crime squad in this country. They love a good nonce to work as a grass. Because I can get them on to do more things and I can get normal people to fucking do. And can you imagine? Uh, you know what the law's like for trying to recruit people. Yeah. Um, can you imagine? Uh, we've seen how many times he's been locked up for serious sexual offences. He think for one minute they've never had him fucking signed up. And he's like, yes, I'll help you, I'll help you. Well, no, no. Listen, you're going to have to stop raping people. Though. Listen, I'll help you, I'll help you. And listen, he's the biggest fucking grass walk in that cunt. I'm fucking telling you, they've been working him. And that was his paranoia taking over him when he was texting Ronda on the way to the fight, thinking that them boys were going to take him away. That's because of what he'd been doing, being them boys, back on them boys. He's guilty conscience. Mm. Couldn't have been nothing else for my money. Well, obviously the tables are turned now, and obviously Dean and DH are meant to be fighting, aren't they? Well, it's hard of it. I just think, I just think, I just think Dickie and them's promoting a fucking big payday here for the pay for review. Yeah. That's what I think's going on. Dude. And so, um, so you said on your YouTube you're going to sort of clear up these murders and stuff like this. You've mentioned before, um, Sean Atwood. Did you, what is, did you want to go on his show at some point and like sort of clear up no. this fake paperwork? Or how, what did you what want, I want is a Zoom call where you can go through? No, what I want is I want someone to stand in the middle of me and do this for me. Because what he's done is he's allowed companies to go on his show and call me a police informer. And he's allowed him to wave a bundle of paperwork around, saying, I've got evidence going back to 1993 that Paddy Conroy's being a police informer. On his show. So weren't you and Humphreys close at one point as well? Or? Never been close. No. Um, so, and then what I'm saying is, here, yeah, man, this is why I've been blamed for these murders, man, because there's nobody more old school than me. That's why they blame me, if you know what's went on here. Um, but obviously at this point, no, the police can't be taking them seriously at this point, can they? Taking them all seriously. These lot who are making the allegations about you and all this, obviously I know that they said previously they've had... For the murders? Yeah, Ben, please, obviously you'd been... Yeah, 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 the problem is, yeah, I would think so. I think they know I haven't done them. Yeah, and especially the lie detectors. But the problem is, they're, they're, they're putting evidence my way as if I could have gotten that off. Mm. See, it's just uh, my, my dad killed Viv. I could have gotten them details off my dad. Terrible about to say this. Even though I've passed the lady to a test saying I haven't killed Viv. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could have still could still be my side who's killed Viv with these details. Well, because he's went and give details to the police when he confessed that only someone involved could have possibly known. Crazy. So so the now nah, the he whoever looks at this case has got to go out the glover. Mm. Each and every time now, haven't it? Because he's given details only someone could have fucking known who killed Viv. And what they're trying to do is, the enemy know what's trying to get them details 
put on the May and me and May family. Yeah. So is Glover still in Newcastle? Is he? In I think so. Yeah. So he's fucking head to him and he's diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic and done all sorts of fucking injections and drugs and you've seen him on that fucking podcast, you haven't yet? Yeah. <laughs> and I've plying and full of fucking drink. Dude. And you see, you see, I give evidence against him in court. I seen it. I'll give the paperwork. Then we just do lolly, man. Crazy. <laughs> when you see the paperwork, you'll realise how do lolly he is even making that statement. Absolutely. I've got a statement there where you ask the Queen's evidence on us and everything, man. So that's how that's could I give evidence against him? But the, what was worst part of it was Mr. Humphreys knows this. Mr. Humphreys has got a copy of all this paperwork. Mr. Humphreys knows the case full stop. But somebody knows he went super glass on me, and then he allowed him to go on that show, seeing what he said about me, and never like said, "Oh well, that's not right," because I've got the paperwork myself, because I've got it off party when we've done the career documentary. Do you know what I mean? Yes. He's never tried to stop him, and he's never tried to stop Glover when he's when he's accused us of being a nonce. So would you say is is Humphrey's a puppet for your enemies? Then is he just a voice piece for them? He's in with the enemies, and he's, he's a mess, and he's in with the crown. You can't say Humphreys, well, Humphreys, you can't say the wood for the trees. Yeah. I can. But other people can't. Of course. He's a Freemason who's part of the Winter Hill Gang. Well, that's... Can't say the wood for the trees. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, so it's crazy. It's been um, some journey up until this point, Paddy. It's been absolutely insane. Um, is there anything else? I feel like we've sort of... Roughly covered everything today. And then well, my plan is get uh, get him back on that fucking show. This is my plan. Get him back on that show with the same bundle of paperwork. Have you got access to this paperwork, this fake paperwork? Do I need to have access? I've seen it years ago. No. Listen, I know for sure. Look at this. I know for sure I've never been a police informer. Yep. Ever. So how can he have paperwork saying I am? If he has got paperwork saying I am, there's something not readable, isn't there? Of course. It's got to be, isn't it? If I'm telling the truth, yeah, yeah, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Let we're gonna get on you and go through this fucking paperwork, and you'll see, find it's all fucking shite. The whole fucking lot of it. It's a bundle of paperwork that they created themselves as a propaganda thing against me in prison. That's when it started. It's the same paperwork. So, if I was to ever interview Humphreys, what questions would you like me to ask him? If, if yeah, I would like to know, I'd, I would sit down and give you a fucking million questions to ask him if I knew for sure you were going to do it. Well, maybe obviously that I could reach out to him and you could prepare a load of questions and then we could do this, you know? And well, we would have to spend a couple of hours and go through stuff and go through evidence and I want him fucking nailed for what he's done to me and my family. Yeah. And I've got the case to do it. The only problem I've got with Humphreys is he's trying to open up one criminal case after another against me. So I need somebody in between well, because of that legal reason. Yeah. Just to, but the only thing I want done is see this paperwork. I don't want any criminal cases going into what's connected to this paperwork. I just want the due diligence done on anyone who's seen anything wrong about me. Absolutely. If they've got the credentials to see it. Yeah. And they haven't. When you'll find that out when we're going through the due diligence of it. It's all fucking shite. And as it's fucking shite. But if you're going to do it, I'd have to explain to you what else he's fucking done. Well, done loads of things to us. Like I said, we can have a lot of talking in between. It's not something that's... Yeah, we'll have to eat right, right. Then, um, yeah, then we can... But if we can get, get him on that show and go through the due diligence and so the people... Like uh, and then I'm going to deal with the paedophile matter with him. Yeah, you can have the right questions asked and then maybe down the line at some point you might be able to have a Zoom going back and forth or you could do it in between with someone else asking questions. We don't know. I, d I didn't need any Zoom with that horrible punt. Yeah. I didn't. Why do I need one? So just you want some questions answered? Uh, no, this. I want someone to go through the due diligence of that paperwork with him. 
Okay. To find out if I'm a grass or not. You can do that, can you? Absolutely. Properly, where yeah. you can establish one way or other. Of course. He either is or he fucking isn't. Well, I could reach so, out you know, to If he wants to prove these things, we could get the said paperwork and we could give it to a legal team or someone to then dig into it and find out. If no, I want to go through it with him. Yeah. Because he's done it. Okay. And he knows it's snidey people at work because some of the people that he's using are members of his gang, man. The Winter Hill Gang have wrote some of this. Right, let us them, MPs. What authority have they got to call me a fucking grass if it's just part members of their gang? Just because they've taken the letter and made it look official. And they'll send letters to MPs. You know what I mean? That's what's going on, yeah, man. Um, so we need a due diligence done on any paperwork he's relying on that pertains I've never been a police informer. Because I'm telling you, once you, I'm putting it that way, because I know he's going to have to go, oh, well, that's no good, that's no good. And when he turns up and I show up with you, his bundle will be doing uh, whatever. And when we're going through whatever, you'll find that's a load of shade as well. Well, yeah, I can speak to Sean, obviously. Um, I've got a relationship with Sean, so I can ask Sean the questions and see if it can be cleared up in the same way, or at least it can be dug into, you know? Well, I'm not happy with Sean. I want Sean prosecuted too over this matter, because this is a fucking problem. Mr. Humphreys. So it's obviously a serious case of defamation, you're alleged, aren't you? No, um, that's what I mean by yeah. prosecuted. I want yeah, to have a go at that point and all. No, I won't show that, Woodman. What Humphreys was doing to us, messages and messages, he wouldn't fucking respond to us, him and Wildman. Um, and I warned him, I warned him, because he was doing with Facebook posts on Sean Atwood's um, podcast, cutting out of the piece. Facebook course, spreading a, a smear campaign against me being a nonce. Listen, that's what he was using it for, the bag up his, his smear campaign. So I got on to Sean Atwood, and he knows what he was already doing to me before this latest incident. So you'd think, how can he make the same mistake twice? Do you know what I mean? And allow it to happen again? Yeah. Without even checking it yourself? Yeah, yeah you sure about this? Because you've cause he's already complained, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I want, I want them, but I'm not sure we're going through it um, with him properly and proper due diligence. If you've got anything that's reliable, it's seen that I'm a fucking grass or a copper, get it on the show and we're going, we'll get it, put it in the hands of legal people if we've got any. But, but the job is get the show to contact whoever the people are. Yes, we'll, we'll ask, no, no, we'll deal with it when we come to it. Yep. There's no going on any paperwork saying I'm a fucking copper. That's for sure. I need nothing real. That's for fucking sure. So like I said, nothing to hide and you're even more looking to clean Not your that name. fucking department, I haven't. Looking to clean your name up over the next couple of years. Yeah, indeed. Um, so I want that matter cleared up first and I want it done that way publicly where the due diligence is done so that paperwork can never be used again. Obviously, you want it. Obviously no, man, they've been used up here for 20 fucking yeah, years, man. You were slandered publicly, so you want it clear publicly. Publicly in the same fucking place where they've done it. So the same subscribers who think I'm a grass for, for watching that podcast show yeah. say that, hey, he was not a grass. He was telling fucking lies. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, that's only right. Um, and then I'm going to deal with Humphreys with the paedophile matter. I'll, I'll get into that, talk to you that off camera. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, anything I could do to help and sort of reach out and be an in-between between these people. And, and, then, I'm and, then, and then I'm going to solve the biggest murder uh, case in the history of the UK. <laughs> I haven't spoken with that, you know. Yeah, and so, guys, you need to get over to Paddy's channel. Um, like I said, no, but no, what's happened is recently I've went and funded a graveyard of the, one of the victims that they blame me for killing. Yeah, nice. So so that's a fucking problem at the minute. I've <laughs> funded the graveyard, man. How can that happen? 
you need to be careful. The funk uh, deletes to all the other top ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but is there anything else you sort of want to hey, cover today? Why have I got to be careful? Well, it doesn't seem to it's just all dangerous ground, isn't it? It's it is, I love you. Excuse me. I, I know you read, you read, especially when it's the biggest murder case ever. Yeah, people are going to be getting scared. <laughs> so, like I say, um, I'd like to say a massive thank you for the opportunity to do that. Like I said, hopefully we can do lots more stuff down the line, and obviously anything I can do to help you out. Listen, if you want to help us, that's my plan. That's what I need done. I need them, that like, bit like, of work. Like I say, I'm impartial. All I want is justice for whoever's been wronged, you know, and so I can sort of reach out to these characters. Like I said, I've got a relationship with Sean and I can certainly speak to him and then maybe I can reach out to Humphreys and we can try and put a load of these. Try there, you can, well, Humphreys, but uh, like, you'll avoid it. Um, but you can try. And then I'm going to have him over the paedophile matter, probably. Um, because he's been real, since he found Luna was all lies, the court case, he's since still run a smear campaign. Um, I've put an article out yesterday what he was involved in writing concerning, uh, did you read it, the Vice one? Yeah, yeah. So he knew at that date, 2016, he knew at that date, of uh, so he knew what it was all about, right? So he definitely knew at that date. And if you check the dates, yeah. uh, for the things he's done since then, promoted different people calling me a nonce, over some rumour he started, and he knows he fucking started. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, the worst uh, sort of defamation. Uh, he know. shouldn't have been promoting all these people calling me an answer man. Yeah, he's, he's done it deliberately. Yeah, it's obviously a horrific, horrific. And I want him to help him account for loads of things what he's done yeah, just to show how guilty he fucking is. Really, nothing else. Just to show him how guilty he fucking is. He's not really a good man at all. Because he's quite a prominent man within his community, isn't he? Um, it's been a problem with the Jordy, old school Jordy community for your fucking decades. He's a, he's a. So there's a law abiding citizen as well. He's never been in any trouble. Never been a criminal. So it's, um, he's run the Winter Hill Gang all his life. He's been on the doors. Um, well, it, but I wouldn't say he's a law abiding citizen by any means. Mm. I wouldn't. I no, no, what, what things are? Yeah, but him. Yes, indeed. He's always there. He's just like the rest of them. No good, no good. Well, like I said, um, he I admits in his book he's been into. He says he admits when he was younger he was into recreational drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, nothing wrong with smoking. The odd. Uh, no, well, he doesn't fucking smoke. They're not talking about fucking uh, smoke. They're not. No. But um, all right. Well, like I said, hopefully you find your justice, and anything I can do to help you, I will. And obviously, well, if you do that, you fight, fight the battle well on uh, YouTube and your own platform as well. And I heavily recommend anyone goes over to your check, uh, platform. Obviously, um, you become a natural in front of the camera these days, haven't you? And you're, uh, I did not put that like, but um, the fucking natural. So um, yeah, listen, like, I'm, all I'm trying to do is sort this matter out. Understandably, isn't it? Who, who wouldn't want it? You know. But I need the, the police informer, see I treat that police informer slow, like, like the paedophile fucking slow. Because mm. if I'm telling the truth about my background, you can see which way I've led my fucking life. And let us tell you, I treat that as bad as the fucking paedophile fucking accusation, yeah. or the way I've led my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I need them two matters cleared up. And then I'm going to solve the murder cases that they're blaming me for. Because I know I can. Yeah. But before I can, I need to solve these matters. Jesus. Well, like I said, um, I wish you the best of luck and uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. It's been great meeting you. It's going to be a start of a decent relationship and obviously we're going to do lots more in the future. And I there you are.
So, thank you very much, guys. Um, I know you would have loved this one, and please stay tuned for some more coming up in the future and support Paddy as well. So, thank you very much, guys. Cheers.